Welcome to the Astrology Airheads podcast with your hosts Roslyn and Sydney, where we learn the language of the stars through pop culture. We're just a couple of air signs that love to demystify astrology and make it fun and easy and useful for everyday life. Hey, listeners, we are binge watching the stars. What are we binge watching today, Roz? Oh my gosh, today is the most exciting day. It's The Office. The Office! (laughs) Yes, specifically the episode. Oh my gosh. The the dinner party. Yes, the best episode. And this is season four, episode nine, The Dinner Party, where Michael finds a way to (laughs) trick Jim and Pam to finally have dinner with him and Jan. At their their condo. At their condo. Yes. He he organizes this elaborate like is it is it ruse? like a it's like a ruse where it's like a meeting yes. where they have to work after hours. Yeah, they're supposed to work late, like maybe inventory or something. Yeah. Um, he fakes a call. He's like, Oh, that's terrible. It's canceled. No. <laughs> and he's like, Well, everyone go home. Hey Jim. <laughs> Bam. You don't, you don't have anything to do. We're having a dinner party. Come over. How desperate do you have to be? Oh man. Well, that's Michael Scott. If you're Michael Scott, we've talked about his placements and kind of gone back and forth and argued um, about his sun sign. Yeah, it's like we, ah, Leo, a Leo in the in the shadow kind of side of things where they can kind of create a lot of drama around themselves. Um, it's all about me because the mm-hmm. the sun is the representation of Leo. That's their sign. Yeah. And where's the sun? The only thing about that is that Leos are typically super likable, where it almost makes sense that they're the sun. And maybe you'll be a little irritated they happen to be the sun. Yes. But it's just because they're just so gosh darn lovable. Right, right. But sometimes it's not. Whereas Michael Scott (laughs) is not well loved. Yes. Like he is by all of us out here in this sphere, but... And eventually, on eventually on the show. Yes, yes it's almost so. I almost think he's maybe a better Aries. Mm-hmm. Um, impulsive, so impulsive, like <laughs> just does not think, just does. Right. Um, but I feel like there's got to be some kind of a watery moon in there mm-hmm. where he's just like because yeah. he gets so sad, so sad. <laughs> and takes things personally, and he's like, I guess I'm ready to get hurt again. Yes. Yes. <laughs> But I feel like that can be Leo, too. They can get their, their pride hurt, you oh, know, yeah. really easily. Yeah, his um, ego can easily get bruised. Yes, yes. But then he bounces back, too. He's very durable yeah. and resilient. Yeah, and they can, and they do that. That's the, yeah. more yeah. Leo, then? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I like that for Michael but I love, But I love Aries, too. His Maybe he's got this Aries moon, you know, his emotions are are more sensitive or yes. immature. Very like, touchy. Yes, yes. Oh, very touchy. Oh. <laughs> but he's so proud of things. Like, he's proud of Jan, his hot, you know. Boss. Boss, yeah. <laughs> Lady. <laughs> so, Jan, what do you think Jan is? Oh, my gosh. She's definitely a Scorpio. In this episode, she's wearing a, a red top and black pants. Deep and V-neck. Deep red V-neck. lips. Yes. She's very sensual, very sexual. Because she's got those candles, right? Yes, Serenity by Jan. <laughs> Which I was, we were thinking, or I was thinking, yeah. was a Taurus moon. Um, yes. Because of the sensuality. Um, so she's got this 
the sun in Scorpio, the moon in Taurus, those are opposites. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were thinking maybe even a Capricorn rising <gasps> yes. because she's got her buttoned up suit attire. Right. And then rising is oftentimes the mask that we show the world. Yes, yes. So it makes sense <laughs> that she has this secret like sexual deviant side where like even, um, you know, when Michael's like, you know, we have a safe word, but sometimes she doesn't hear me. <laughs> right. She hears like, you. That's both Capricorn and very Scorpio. So. Yes. And, and Scorpio is all about the taboo. Like they've got the video camera in the bedroom. Yes, right. Yeah. Um, got the video camera. And like, she's got this kind of dominatrix moment where she's like this little tiny tables where um, Michael can right. sleep. Yeah. Yeah. The little bench at yeah. the, the foot of their bed. And he just curls up. He's like, see, I fit right in. Like yeah. he's fine with Like it. he's so, yeah, he's Which, so cute. And that's very like... Like, again, maybe Aries' son, you know, just like the innocent, the first, the one, yeah, you know, like he's, I think he doesn't why, have much experience yeah, in things. Because yeah. Leo can be, I feel like it's a little bit more uh, aware. There's mm-hmm. like a little bit more, because again, we're going yes. around the, the yeah, wheel. The wheel of, Feels yes. like they should be a little more evolved. Right, right. But he wants a family and Leo is family yes, that's too. So, true. so He's like, snap, yeah. snap, yeah. snap, snap. <laughs> How many vasectomies can one man get? <laughs> oh, I love that part. That's so awkward. Poor Michael. <laughs> Why would you do that in front of your friends? Because I'd be Michael Scott. <laughs> it's just, you know, he's just sharing. It's yes. just normal. So who else do they invite? They invite Andy. Oh, I, I It's actually, Andy and Angela? Yes, Andy and Angela. Um, two star-crossed lovers. No, they just don't really belong together. Oh, my God. They really don't. And Andy's so sweet. He gives all those flowers to Jan for the hostess and then picks out the rose. This one is for my sweet Angela. Yes. And she just was like, what am I supposed to do with this? (laughs) She's so rude. (laughs) She's so rude. But he's so sweet, but, like, kind of fake. Like, look, he's, like, wearing this, you know, sweater around him like he's on a cruise ship. Right, right. And and the, the flowers are so, like commercial very much so and and so I always think of Andy as a Libra because he often tries to figure out the room like who should I cozy up to to be friends with Libra sometimes will do this we're kind of the chameleon and and want to be liked by everybody because Mm we rule relationships and so it does sometimes it comes off as very fake because you kind of get lost in other people yeah so you kind of like you're you only care about winning that one person over and then you kind of lose yourself in the process right right Um, and so that's labeled as fake but really it's just you're such a people pleaser that yeah too much so yeah that it gets us into trouble yeah it's really your own agenda that you want that person to like you and then that's kind of (laughs) how it manifests right right. um we're coming up on the scene where jan is listening to her her assistance uh song (laughs) one night one night (laughs) oh my god Make it. She's just like jamming. And then she goes over to Jim and <laughs> dances with him and lifts his arm. And he's like, No, thank you. No, thanks. And that just seems, again, so like Scorpio, but maybe a little, I don't know. Oh my yeah, God. she's trying so to be awkward. sensual. It's like the Taurus kind of, you know, listening to music and kind of getting yeah. into the mood she's of She's lost in it. Like she's just totally oblivious and just yes, enjoying the moment. Yes. And really creating a very awkward moment yeah. for Jim and for everybody, everybody there that's there. What do you think Jim is? Jim is a Gemini. The prankster. <laughs> the prankster. Witty. Talkative. He's always his phone is in sales. Like he's on the yeah, phone. Yeah. So he's communicating yeah. with clients. Um he's always 
Gemini's can sometimes make up little stories. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's making up the story about the flood. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, my house, it just, it just burned down. I gotta down. go. I gotta go. I'm, yeah. And then... And I, I'm gonna leave Pam here. I can't believe that. And Gemini sometimes will... You know, they'll flirt with people and then if they like you, they'll kind of like ghost you a little bit. Like they'll just ignore you for a while, you know, and play this game. Um, And I feel like sometimes Jim, especially later on when he um, moves away and comes back with another um, person that he's interested in, he's just kind of ghosted Pam. But we all know. Like, come that on, his heart is still yeah, with Pam. Pam. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, he he almost ditches Pam. But Pam was like, "But we wouldn't want to leave people at the party, or like, or the the party isn't yeah, the, it's here. Yeah, the party's here, and you don't have to go. I mean, what can you do? Your house is flooded. Like, there's nothing. There's nothing to yeah, do. There's nothing to do. Yeah. And he's yeah. Oh, and he try, You know what? He does try to leave with Pam. He t- he. Well, yeah, he tries, he tries, but then they're like, "Well, you you both don't need to go." Yeah, Pam can stay. I don't understand why she doesn't just say, "Well, he's my ride." I know, you know, yeah. And I have, you know, you can kind of build on it, right? But I guess I'm a better liar than Pam because Pam is just Gemini, like because you're Gemini <laughs> Moon. Gemini Moon. <gasps> I get creative, okay, <laughs> but I I don't use it for evil. Um, but but yeah. Anyway, so she tricks her way into having Jim stay and be miserable with her. Yes. Um, but it's it was ungentlemanly of Jim to almost try to bail. abandon try to bail her. her. Yeah, <laughs> those Gemini's, you know, you got one side is good, the other side is, is self-serving and for yes. them only. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry, Gemini's. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, but accurate. Um, and Pam... Yeah. Is she's got to be a Libra because Libra and Gemini's are like such a great match. They're buddies. Yeah. Yeah. Airy. You both kind of have two gears. Yeah. It's like we're trying fake. to balance yeah. the fakery. But you understand it. Like you get it. It's not malicious. It's just kind of like you are flexible. Yeah. We try to. And... Yeah. We try to go with the flow. Um, and Libras are creative and Pam goes back to art school. Um mm-hmm. We also thought he, she could be a Pisces, too. Yes, absolutely. Um, but every time I take a BuzzFeed quiz, which office character you are, I always get Pam. You're always I'm Pam. always Pam. So I'm calling her a Libra. I love that you take those quizzes. Yeah. It makes me so happy. Because <laughs> am I actually supposed to do work? What? No. It is work now, It is though, work. Because yes, we're working on the this podcast. This is reference. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So maybe Jim and Pam are... Um, a Gemini Libra. Like an airy um, team, too, because they do talk a lot to each other. Yeah. I mean, that's how they form their friendship or their relationship was just them connecting yeah. through talking. And- yeah. And air signs would get along as friends, too, mm-hmm. as well as romantically. So it would make sense that um, they'd have a friendship first and yes. have feelings blossom with time. Yes. And doing that by playing tricks on Dwight. Dwight. Epic. Oh, my God. Dwight comes with his babysitter. Yeah, because this was supposed to be a couple's (laughs) night for the dinner party. And, you know, Dwight asks if he can come. And Michael's like, no, it's just for couples. And he's like, if I get a couple, you know, if I find somebody. Then am I invited? Yeah. And so he brings his babysitter along. (laughs) Just so awkward. But, But it's also kind of sweet. Like, he just really doesn't care the problem is he also doesn't care about her no. or her experience like they're sitting on opposite ends of the table she's in a i don't know a beach chair yeah, like, <laughs> she's clearly an afterthought 
Um, and they bring their own food. And that's what kind of makes me think, like, is Dwight got some, like, Taurus in him? Like, it feels like he's kind of, he's definitely fixed energy. Yes. I feel like that's how sometimes I can identify what sign someone is as right. I look at the, what is that, the, the technical term the for modality? fixed? modality. I believe, yes. Yeah, so I'm yeah. like, okay, can they be convinced? Right, If they right. can be, it's mutable. Yes. If they can't be, it's fixed. And if they're like... If they're starting the party. Yeah, if they have all the cardinal. ideas, they start things, they take the initiative, um, then they're the probably cardinal. Or cardinal, yeah. And, yeah. Um, and these um, definitions, fixed is there are signs that are in the middle of season, so summer, winter, fall, um, mutable signs. They transition from one season to another, and then the other signs are cardinal, so they will start a season. Yeah, so that makes sense, right? So yeah. cardinal is going to be like, let's go, let's get spring going, yeah, let's Aries. Get the fall. And then we got Taurus, which is like, I'm in the middle. We're I'm good. not going anywhere. We're good. We're happy in our spring. Yes. And then. And as Leo, the Le- I think he's Leo rising, Dwight. Yes. Um, he wants to be in charge. He wants to be. The volunteer the- firefighter. <laughs> yes, the hero. What's more fiery than a firefighter? <laughs> and he wants to procreate. You know, he needs to find a, a very An sturdy Amazon fire. Woman yeah. <laughs> with wide birthing hips. Yes, yes. He's so creepy. To, um, to create more offspring. And to continue his pride like a lion would, yes. like this lineage of shroots to, you know, keep the farm going, which you probably he probably needs. Yeah. Well, even the fact that he brought his babysitter is, right. you know, there's some loyalty there. Exactly. Yeah. You know? And the Taurus bringing his own food, I think you mentioned. Yes. And um, then he leaves her to drive Michael home. <laughs> so he's like insanely loyal to his boss, to his paper company. Yes. To, like, yeah. To work. And so maybe he's got some of this energy in his 10th house or some Capricorn mm. activation. Yeah, um, that would make sense. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And I think we didn't talk about Angela, who is his secret lover. <laughs> yes, she's kind of this vixen, even though she's like so buttoned up and yes. like she appears so conservative and acts conserv- conservatively and loves her cats. So yes. I think that because of this kind of duality, mm-hmm. she's a Virgo. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Or like a Virgo rising. Because um, she's, I, I, it's weird. I know a lot of Virgos that are really good at like, you know, their accountants or they're really good with details. Mm-hmm. Um, and Angela is head of the party planning committee. Yes. Um, she wants to take care of all of that for people, not necessarily for people because she can be a little mean, but she just <laughs> wants to be in charge of yeah. the formula. Like, this is how we're going to do it. These are the steps. She knows there's a better way and she wants to be part of the better way. Right, right. You know, and she is herself an accountant. So. Right, exactly. That's why at first I was like, ooh, is she a Capricorn? But, but she think, doesn't want to be the boss. No, she really doesn't. Or, or she, you know, she wants... Maybe the guy. She's more traditional. Yes. In in gender roles. Yeah. In that way, she learns a little bit with through her friend Oscar, but um, yeah, yeah, she's she's definitely more traditional. Yeah, and she's like practical. You know, yeah, she asks for help. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of a a Virgo-y thing. Yeah, and, and um, you know. I think Virgo, the sixth house where it lives, rules pets, and so she's very much into her. Cats. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Yes. And she just, she really cares about those cats. She's always helping them. She's always caring for them. Like when Sprinkles dies, it's like a really, really oh, sad episode. Sprinkles. Um, yeah. So, so there's that. That's, yeah. That's Angela. Yeah. Angela. And I think maybe she's got some with that vixen, you know, Virgo 
is the it's the representative of the um virgin mm-hmm. but it's almost ironic yeah it's not necessarily it doesn't mean like chaste i guess yeah yeah because there's a lot of uh, Virgos out there that are, you know, it's kind of like what Angela is. It's very buttoned yeah. up and <laughs> not so much, but not in the bedroom yeah, and the stuff that she does. Life. Yeah. Is um, yeah. like having this affair with Dwight. Yes. And, yeah. Um, she's pretty adventurous she for is. someone who's not adventurous. Yeah. So maybe she's got Sagittarius moon. Yeah. That would um, make sense. That yeah. kind of maybe would encourage that side of Virgo yeah. to come out because yes. that is a pretty, um, I don't know if that's well known, but that's kind of a cliche that Virgos are actually um, more adventurous behind closed yeah, doors. Right, right. Yeah, they um, are. To be as euphemistic as humanly possible. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's a kind of a fun little um, assessment of the show, uh, the dinner party of The Office. And we loved that so much. And um, it's just funny how it all ends where, you know, does anybody get to eat? <laughs> <laughs> They're all, like, so hungry because they have to – I guess Dwight is fine. He right. Ate. Dwight brought, his, brought his own, own food. food. Well, everyone th- – well, Pam thought that Jan's poisoned her. Right, So she right. couldn't eat the food. And that would be another Scorpio thing of Jan. Like, Jan – you know, Scorpios are all about death. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think the thing is with Scorpios is if you're on their bad side – Don't be. You kind of would think it's possible they could poison me. Yeah, they you know, wouldn't. They wouldn't because they're so. They're actually really nice people. Yeah, Scorpios. I love Scorpios. I, yeah. I like have never That's met a Scorpio. Mommy. I haven't liked. <laughs> but you have this like okay. They yeah. They, they have a side that if coaxed out, which why would you want to do that? They might they be capable. Will, they of such would a cut thing. you. I'm yeah, pretty sure. And yeah. if you hurt anybody that they love, yeah, which is Jan. Like she, yeah, would, like she never does anything. No, no, she never the, the, does. The worst yes. thing she does is break the TV, which is not okay. I know. He works you, so hard on that you TV. Can tell. <laughs> a plasma TV that's like a foot long. Yeah, I'm um, leaning more that Michael is definitely an Aries with the Yeah. Maybe some sort of you such know, a baby. Yeah. But like a sweet little baby. Sweet. Sweet and yeah, maybe a Pisces. And not like a hard worker ish. He's just not very good. Right, because he doesn't have much experience. Yeah, exactly. You know? Um he just doesn't, I wonder what his rising would be that would soften that energy a little bit. Because your rising sign, the planet that rules it, rules your whole chart. So he oh. could be like a, you know, a cancer rising. Very sweet. Yes. <laughs> or. Um, and just super kind of gullible and innocent. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, you should know that that's not okay. Right. How come you don't know that? Right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> like a lot of that. That's like the theme of the whole show. Not that Aries are, you know, all... Uh, naive or no certainly not again you have to look at all the other charts and all the other things that are going on but Um, they start the zodiac and they're the the first sign and they're like when you're born you're the the new kind of person yeah yeah which means you might have a lot of initiative Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is absolutely true. Michael starts a lot of stuff. <laughs> he does. Oh my gosh, like a yeah. lot. He doesn't finish a lot of things. <laughs> the but golden he does tickets, start. and and he starts it. And Aries yeah. is a cardinal sign. And you know, sometimes he goes back to corporate, and they're like, "Good job. How are you yeah, doing this?" I know. And there's something to it. There's almost like this kind of like it's a natural genius that happens he with is. Aries. It's yes. like they just kind of know what to do. Right. It doesn't make sense, but <laughs> they're smart, and know. people will follow that. Absolutely, people yeah. will follow an Aries and yeah. RB. Yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're easy to to believe. And yeah, to follow. and to yeah, they're the leaders. Yeah, 
And he is definitely a good leader. Yeah, exactly. When he leaves, there's a gaping hole and you miss that leader. Yeah, and so. then that's why I haven't really watched like season eight or nine. Or yeah, because <laughs> they're kind of like, like, they don't Mast. exist. We yeah. don't acknowledge them. Um, but even just when Jim takes over for, mm-hmm. you know, Michael bit. and then Michael comes back in, he's like, oh, you tried the birthday cake thing. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, I tried that too. And you're just like, <laughs> I love that moment because it tells you that Michael does kind of know what he's doing yes. a little bit. Yeah, he does. He does you know? pay attention. He does yeah. care. Like he's tried stuff like Jim. Like yeah. he had ideas and he's like, yeah. everyone's got to try that. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work, does it? Nope. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, very cool. So that's The Office for you. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed our binge watching with the stars. And, uh, of course, email us or message us on Instagram if you have any other ideas about these characters or or something else that you'd like us to review or review along with us. Absolutely. Please send in your ideas for your TV shows, your movies. We'll binge watch them. Yeah. And we'll let you know what we think the characters are, and you can argue with us all day long. Yes, yeah. I don't like arguing, but I will. (laughs) Yeah, we'll do it for you. Hey, well, hi listeners. We're going to talk about the language of astrology. Yes, we are. So we've got so much going on. Um, These are some new terms, I guess. They're not new terms, but if you're new to astrology and you're trying to get the hang of the lingo, um, these are ones that just pop up for me. This is stuff that I've learned over my five short years of trying to learn astrology um through you know classes or on my own um and so I just wanted to explain a little bit yeah there it's just when you first look at everything it's so much information and you're like half of it you don't even understand the (laughs) it's just like what is that what's a what mutable what do do you mean right right I don't even get that why what's Chiron and the houses and then like what are you talking about yeah and then the planets and all that. yeah so what time (laughs) listener you and I we're going to learn because Roz is going to teach us. <laughs> and Roz is learning with you. Um, I'm still not an expert by any accounts, but I just love researching this stuff. Yes. Um, and I just like sharing it with people. Yeah. I think a gift that you have for sure is that you're able to sort of root out what these people mean <laughs> and then translate it for the layman to understand. Yeah, I definitely feel like a, a translator because yes. astrology is this language and so I'm just like I'm the earpiece like. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I'm that character on Veep. Oh gosh, what have you ever watched Veep? I love that show. Oh my gosh, um her guy who um leans over into her ear Tony and tell, Hale's to, character. yeah, yeah and just tells her, "Okay, this is, you know, the uh, prime minister of she Kazakhstan. Just, she and, just yeah. divorced her yeah. <laughs> third husband. Right, right. Like, so. I didn't need to know that. So that guy. I, yeah, so I'm, I'm Tony You're Hale, Tony which Hale. I'm totally fine with. Yeah, what a compliment. Honestly. Yeah, I know. To Tony Hale. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I got you. That's right. Um, um, so, nodes. Nodes. We got north nodes. We got south nodes. <laughs> Head, shoulders. Knees and nodes. <laughs> Knees and nodes. Yes. So I, I wanted to talk today about your natal chart probably a little bit and then the north and south node, which is so helpful um, to know because it really helps you figure out your destiny. Yeah. Would you say that it's helpful to node? Oh, my God. Do you want to kill me? Yes. No. I love <laughs> puns. That I'm just upset that I didn't come up with that. Oh, uh, that's why we're friends. Because I would be murdered on the spot no. if I was with someone else. No, that was radical. Thank you. Um. 
so yeah, um, go into this and figure my way out. Mm-hmm. Um, so the North and South Node, they're not really anything that's out there. Um, they're just points in your birth chart, and I think they are found through where your moon placement is. Okay. And even like our country has a North Node, South Node. Hmm. Yeah. Which is? Do you um, want to know? Right now, I believe it was in Capricorn and Cancer. Oh, okay. I forget which. That would make sense mm-hmm. that maybe it was our uh, South Node that was in Capricorn and North in Cancer. I think it's the reverse. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because right. our, our country is a cancer. It is a cancer. That sounds weird. It was born 4th of July. So right. that's cancer oh, season. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I always forget what we're going on. Yeah. Of. Yeah. So um, I just find that interesting. You guys can look at cities too and everything has like a birth time, a birth chart. And, you know, if you're moving, figure out where you want to go by. Find out if it's a good fit. Yeah. Is that, is France a Libra? Yes, it is. That's why I want to move there. Yes. <laughs> Um, but anyway, the the nodes are these points. Um, sometimes they're called the head and the tail of the dragon. Mm. If you ran into a dragon, you'd probably want to be closer to the tail as opposed to the head, right? Because you kind of get burned by the head. You get burnt. Yeah. But the north node is the head. That's where you want to be. Okay. That's your destiny. So the tail is where you're comfortable. The head is where... You need to go to really fully expand and be yourself. Right, right. Okay. Um, and so the south node, uh, north node, and south node are always opposites, mm-hmm. kind of like in your in a color wheel. You know, you've got red. The opposite is green. Blue. The opposite is orange. Mm-hmm. Yellow. Purple. Right. Um, and so that is it's like that in the birth chart. Um, and I can go around the the horn here <laughs> on the birth chart, so we can kind of see. Who op- who are opposites? So, okay, yeah. Um, we can go. Uh, let's see. First house, Aries. Mm-hmm. Second house, Taurus. Third house, Gemini. Fourth house, Cancer. Fifth house, Leo. Sixth house, Virgo. That's your southern. Um, sorry, northern hemisphere. Because mm-hmm. we are we look at the natal chart as if we're above the earth. Okay. So it's a little confusing because you think the bottom of something should be the south. But yeah. It's the opposite on the birth chart. Okay. And so we're going to start going up to the top or the southern part of your chart. Mm -hmm. So we would start with the seventh house, which is Libra. And that opposite is Aries in the first house, right? So Aries, Libra, they're opposites or they go together. Right. Um, And Aries is the me. Libra is the we. Oh, yeah. You know, self and relationships. Yeah. Okay. Um, And then so next after Libra would be the eighth house and that's where Scorpio lives mm-hmm. it's opposite is Taurus so Taurus is about your your own possessions and Scorpio is others okay um, so both kind of deal with money but um, Scorpio is about like you know maybe your husband's money or your business partner's money or something um, so the next one would be um, the ninth house is where Sagittarius is mm-hmm. and its opposite is Gemini Gemini rules communication short distance travel, how you learn. Mm -hmm. And Sagittarius takes that up a notch and is long distance travel. What you do with your learning, philosophy, um, foreign people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're going to travel a little bit farther with the more knowledge that you have. Right. Um, Next door to Sagittarius is the 10th house. That's Capricorn. Mm -hmm. And that's your public persona, your personal, your public life. Okay. Sometimes it's known as the house of your father. 
Okay. Um, but the opposite of that is cancer in the fourth house, your home, your personal life. And sometimes that's your mom. Mm-hmm. Um, or it could be the opposite genders, you know, or feminine, masculine stuff right. like that. Um, and then after Capricorn, we have the 11th house, which is Aquarius. And Aquarius is the rebel. Um, its opposite is Leo. And Leos are very loyal. So it's like... I don't know. You're being loyal. Now you got to maybe rebel. Mm -hmm. Also, Leo is the heart and Aquarius is the mind. So kind of trying to bridge Mm. those two things together. Yes. And finally, we have um, Pisces in the 12th house. And that was all about arts and illusions and dreams. And Virgo is in the sixth house. It's opposite of like science and practicality and day-to-day activities. So you really are opposites. Yeah. Yeah. And really poetic ways. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like there really are no good or bad either, which I think is important to point out. Yes. And everybody has everything in your chart. So even if your sun sign is Capricorn, you are Taurus, you are Libra, you are Scorpio. Mm -hmm. Just there might be more things in a certain house that are getting activated. And so you might not need that energy in this lifetime right now. And so going back to the nodes, these are the energies that you had Mm -hmm. and then the energies that you need to become. So south node is where you're at home, where you're comfortable. Yeah, where you've already been in the past. And so your north node is like, that's your direction. That's your map. That's your north star. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. And um, just to use myself as an example, Mm -hmm. I have one of the... I've heard it's one of the hardest ones. I have a Scorpio North Node. Okay. Um, in my past life, and it was so weird because when I was a little kid, I was like three weeks late being born, and eventually my my mom asked me when I was little, like, "Why were you so late being born?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I was trying to go back to get my money." And that's what you said. That's what I said as like a little three or four year old wow, or something, that's weird. which is weird because. That would be very Taurus, and that would be my south node. Um, I was maybe, I feel like, a banker or something. I had a lot of money, Mm -hmm. a lot of material wealth, but I wasn't deep enough. Mm -hmm. You know, um, not to say Tauruses aren't deep, but um, the things that they rule, money, security, just pleasure. A lot of root chakra stuff. Yeah, just kind of like there's not a lot of growth with that if you're constantly just like, I'm just doing this thing for money. Mm -hmm. I'm just doing this thing because this food is yummy. Right. But I'm not um, expanding the depth of my emotions. Wow. And so Scorpio um, does that. It's deep. It's a deep, it's one of the deepest signs that you can, you know, scorpions dig deep. Um, They like the dark. Um, And so I have to really connect with the spirituality and my Mm -hmm. emotions to grow as a person. So even though it'd be super comfortable, right, to stay in Taurus land and just be in the lap of luxury, not that that isn't important, (laughs) but to be able to grow in this lifetime, Mm -hmm. I need to kind of just let go of all that material stuff and really focus on being, you know, being okay with the shadow stuff or the darkness and um, helping others with that too. And I feel like I do that. I'm also, I do Reiki. I'm a Reiki master. I teach meditation. And so, um, and my son is in the ninth house and that's all about like spirituality and, Mm -hmm. and growth. So I feel like I'm sort of connecting to that Scorpio energy, but it is, it is challenging sometimes because it's really familiar to be 
you know, doing those things and society very much wants you to be kind of in that world of you work and, you know, you buy the thing and Mm -hmm. the luxury items, but there's not, there's a superficiality to that that I don't need. I've already completed that, that life. That's so interesting. And then the, for the opposite. So if you already are your Scorpios and yeah. your South Node mm-hmm. and your North Node is in Taurus, perhaps you're already super deep. That's yeah. your comfort zone. You you're already used did to the that. Taboo. Mm-hmm. It's time for you to actually appreciate yeah. and be in your earthly body right. and experience exactly true pleasure and experience right. those things. Yeah. Yeah. And to be stable. Yeah. To and stability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's an important aspect for you to incorporate into your life. Yeah. So see, even though it's when, when Roz describes her journey and her south and north nodes it sounds like oh that's that's such a great way to be yeah when you reverse it it's still a great way to be because the perspective has now shifted Mm -hmm. it's no longer about it's time to leave this Mm -hmm. you know south and go north Mm -hmm. now it's like okay well we have a new north yeah so this is the new important thing this is your new class yeah so never look at your chart and think oh well they have this very special thing right because it is very special, but you have something really special right, and too. you probably have already done that. You yeah, don't need to do it exactly. And, Everybody's journey yeah. is different, and that's also what's so cool about this life that we get to live is that it's not yes. the same, and no. we all get to forge our own way and our right, own path. Right, right, and to, to find people that will help us too. I feel like I've attracted people in my life that have things that I need to work on. Yeah. Um, and that's just weird <laughs> when Isn't you go strange. Yeah. Like, are we all pieces of a puzzle? Like it's kind all of. kind of fitting together. Yeah. Like the fact yeah. that my mom, my sister, my niece, we all have the same uh, Libra moon. Like that's yeah. just odd to me or like these things, you know, connect and fit. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think it really is there to help you grow and to, see what people are doing and maybe to help you like either mirror that or not do that. Yeah. In some ways it's almost like our charts are like our predispositions. Like they, they kind of show us what we're naturally drawn to. Mm -hmm. And if we reflect upon it, we'll Mm -hmm. notice that it actually is helping us to become the person that we were always meant to be. Right. So, you know, the further you look into it, the more epiphanies you have when you start to really connect your life, the more you're going to realize how, how important your chart is and how right. how significant astrology right. is. And that it's also okay to not be doing the same thing as somebody else. I was talking to somebody about like working out and they really love it. And I grew up dancing and so I really like to work out in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but this person, their drive, their Mars is in a certain placement that really um, keeps them motivated mm-hmm. and working out and, you know, running or, you know, all those things. And yeah. I'm kind of like, my drive is in another part of my chart, not mm-hmm. to say that I don't want to be healthy and exercise. Right. But there are different aspects, you know, people that do like the Iron Man or something or, you know, climb mountains or whatever, they might have something in their chart mm-hmm. that makes them love to do that. Yeah. And you shouldn't feel bad that you don't love to run. (laughs) No. Yeah. That's, again, why we have so many different flavors and, you know, situations on Earth is because how boring would it be if we all loved the Iron Man and it's all we did? (laughs) No, those poor mountains. Like, nobody would. (laughs) They would be flat. Let me tell you, from all the hikers. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So, and it's nice to just figure out 
what you're good at. Um, yeah. I feel like that's helped me a lot with my own child to encourage him in a certain way um, and where he's good at this thing that he's doing now. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have to do what the status quo, I guess, or what everybody else is doing. He's really good at this one thing and he's being super successful. Why would I make him go this other route? Yeah. I just feel like if you're successful and you're making money and doing your thing, go for it if it's legal. Yeah, as long <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I say that a lot. As long as it's, it's within legal. the bounds yeah. of goodness. Yeah. Cuz people be taking things out of context. They do. Um, um yeah. but they shouldn't. They should not. Yeah. <laughs> They shouldn't be. No. Um, So, yeah. So that's the North and South node. That's a little bit about the natal chart. Um, I'll try to put something on our little Buzzsprout account, like just so you can just see what the natal chart looks like. Or you can find it yourself Mm because you're a grown up person and you guys are smart. That's why you're listening to this podcast. Exactly. You're clearly already Um, way more intelligent than your average bear. Yes. Yes. Um, so just look for that. And, um, of course you do need to know your birth time, unfortunately, on some of these things. So if you can find it or get your long form birth certificate, that is helpful. Um, Yeah. I know that you need to know your moon. Yeah. And it's, I know there are some astrologers, I'll try to find their names that do charts that, you know, they don't really um, need a birth time, but it helps. It, it opens up things so much more. Because it changes by the hour sometimes, yeah. depending on the day. And yes, the or situation. two days, you know, like the moon is in different signs every two days. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I think I've mentioned before, like Kate Winslet and I, born on the same day, but she's like a Lib- like got way more Libra than I do because mm-hmm. I think I'm born two hours later than she Right, is. and you were born in different parts of the world. And, yeah, exactly. So, so we're but, not, and that's, you know, kind of cool. Like Yeah, like you're like... Individuals. It's almost like, yeah, exactly. Like you you probably don't have the same... Does anyone have the identical chart I of someone know. else? No, I You know, I've never really looked at it. Maybe I have a I've few I've heard they're times, like but fingerprints, but it's also like, it, mm-hmm. it seems like probably... Very close, but I've never met anybody who has my same Libra, Sun, Moon, Sag rising. Yeah. Well, what if yet. you were born, like, what about your hospital mates? Right. Yeah. Would they all have the same chart? I don't think so. Um, maybe if it's at the same time. I don't know. But I think also, I feel like family is a big influence, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess they would. Maybe. Technically, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of weird. I know we need to. Well, I guess twins, right? Well, and twins would have identical. Yeah, yeah. yeah I but some of them might not. That's why it's like it's still worth yeah, it because right. if you were born at a different minute, it's possible that, that the moon had shifted, shifted yeah. and you are no longer. Yeah, like a super identical. Yeah, but you share DNA, so I'm sure it'll be like yeah, almost it'll be pretty close. Even. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. That's kind of cool. Yeah, meta moments. Yes, Rosin said. Thank you for listening to Astrology Airheads. <laughs> that was the language of astrology. That was the language of astrology. Um, if you guys have any other questions, just email us or Instagram us. Yes, we're um, at Astrology Airheads. That's our handle on Instagram. Um, we post all kinds of informative things, so it's worth a follow. Um, please like, please comment, please ask us questions, DM us. We're here. And yeah, we'll get back to you with your answers and help you navigate the world of astrology. Yay.
Thanks, guys.